Hello and welcome, or perhaps it's welcome back. My name is Deb Sherrod, and in this podcast, I share some of the funny, strange, quirky, ironic, or coincidental things that have happened to me throughout my 58 years. Sometimes they had me crying with laughter, and sometimes, well, you be the judge. All I know is most times I'm left shaking my head thinking, huh, that was funny. In this episode, I'm sharing my creative way to celebrate Canada's birthday. I can already hear some of you asking, well, what does Apollo 13, the name of this episode, have to do with Canada's birthday? Well, let me tell you. About 15 years ago, my Honey Bunch and I were looking forward to a nice, long Canada Day weekend, which falls on July the 1st. It's a statutory holiday, so depending on when it falls, from Friday to Monday, it's a three-day weekend for us Canucks. However, absolutely no stores are open on July the 1st, regardless of what day it falls on. Growing up, I recall stores being shut for days over Easter and Christmas, You couldn't get a battery or a stick of gum if you needed on Christmas Day or Boxing Day in the 70s. I know because my Tubsy doll, who was supposed to sit in her bathtub and splash water, required D-cell batteries and she couldn't bathe the entire Christmas holidays because no stores were open. Anyway, we were facing a three-day weekend for July the 1st, and being in the Northern Hemisphere, it meant we'd be doing it well into summer. Hopefully a lovely summer day with which Honey Bunch and I could do something fun, creative, and wonderful. But what? What activity could we get up to? About that time, we watched the movie Apollo 13. You know, Houston, we have a problem. What struck me about the movie was they had to solve a problem using only the things that they had on board. Well, how creative was that? my mind exploded at how they were able to come up with a solution using only the tools at hand, the original MacGyvers, if you ask me. And it was with that in mind that our July 1st Apollo 13 celebration was born. Honeybunch had no idea what I was planning. In fact, neither did I, really. I just wanted to give us a fun and creative way to spend the day and see what we could come up with together. I had begun to plan it all days beforehand, knowing we'd be unable to shop for anything. I took a quick look around the shed and his workshop just to make sure that we had the mechanical parts of what we needed for my idea to work. And as the weekend drew nearer, Honeybunch's marital powers were telling him to ask before making plans of his own. And so, on the Thursday night of a long weekend coming, Honeybunch asked, "'Hey, what are we doing this weekend?' And there it was, the question I'd been waiting to hear. Apollo 13, I answered. I knew full well he wouldn't get it and think it had something to do with the movie we'd only just seen. You want to watch it again, he asked, wondering what I meant. I didn't give him much of a straight answer after that, and he seemed fine to know that at least there were no plans of a big family function dinner out, or some big event he wasn't informed of. He didn't ask again, and I didn't mention anything until we woke up on July the 1st, Canada's birthday. I dressed the house in as many Canadian things, like flags and 
banners as the dollar store sold and we were having Canadian back bacon sandwiches for breakfast with Tim Horton's coffee. And so once breakfast was over, the inevitable question was asked. Well, what do you want to do today? Watch Apollo 13? What a good honey bunch. He remembered what I'd said, but bless him. He didn't really understand the assignment. You see, I wanted us to build or create something for our pure enjoyment using nothing but the tools at hand. We couldn't run out to the shops for a piece of this or that. Everything we needed would have to be found or made out of what we had on hand. Once I explained the rules, Honeybunch was all in. Being a seriously thinky-brainy guy, he loved the idea, and we started to think of what we could make. And being that it was summer, and we spent so much of our time outside, we started to think of things that would add to our outside experience. After a few suggestions, we came upon the idea of an outdoor fountain. We had an old pool pump and the casing of the sand filter, so we went on the hunt for the rest of the pieces we needed. A bowl to act as a water basin that could have the water flowing through it. Honeybunch found a very large copper bowl, and I found stones for the bowl to help the water disperse in such a way that it wouldn't splash all the water out and would sound nice to the ear. Perfect. All the elements had come together. Honestly, once my idea was put to Honeybunch, my work was done. I mean, I can come up with the idea, but it's Honeybunch that brings them to life. And that's our deal. Unless it's painting, and then, well, I do that too. So, unless I had to run to get whatever he needed, Honeybunch took all the pieces we had on hand and created an absolutely beautiful outdoor water fountain for our garden, complete with a large copper bowl, river rock, and a proper water pump that could reduce or increase the rate of water easily. It took us most of the day and a ton of running up and down our stairs, but we got there, and by wine o'clock, we were sat on our deck enjoying our Canada Day, the flag raised above our heads proudly, and the sounds of water splashing away nearby. Oh, it was like God's country. Uh, except... Well, see, the sound of running water can have two effects. It can either bring you peace, harmony, and zen, or... It brings you rushing to the bathroom, especially if you have the share at bladder, which I acquired upon marriage. And that's what I find funny. <laughs> I appreciate you joining me for this episode. Be sure to leave me your comments and hit that like button and share with your family and friends. This podcast can be found on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all the sites you look for for podcasts. Be sure to find funny where you can and take care.